Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Yarns and Tales. Yes, we're back again. It's me, crazy chick that I am. It's episode 46. Um, well, what shall we talk about today? Oh, first off, got a gripe. Okay, I get these uh, knitting newsletters and crochet newsletter, newsletters in my email. Y'all probably do too. Well, one of them, at first, I really liked this one. And now I'm kind of getting... The, the woman in question, I will not name names because... Otherwise, her what she does is great. But she did this one thing that just bugged me stupid. Now, what could have gotten under my skin so much that I wanted to gripe about it? Um, This particular newsletter has two embedded uh, videos in it. And one dealt with purling. Well... The know-it-allness of telling me that the way I wrap my thread is wrong. Because you only do it this way, not this way. And it was, she was giving, you know, examples. You go around and you come around to from the left and not the right, no matter continental or, you know, American or whatever. You only wrap this way. This is the only correct way. And I listened and I watched this, and it was just a little two-minute video on how to correct some stitches. And right then and there, it bothered me as much as you know, when I stumble over my cat, I bother the cat. Okay, one, whether you wrap from the, you know, around and from the left or whether you do it from the right is irrelevant as long as you're consistent. If you always go one way, it's going to look fine. But it was this this woman's take that if you don't wrap it the way she wraps it you're doing it wrong and how many times have you run into people like that you know and you're going along and just because your style is a little different you are quickly informed how wrong you're doing it now i made enough enough knitted projects failed and successful that the way I wrap to do a purl stitch, as long as I'm consistent, you can't tell if it's, quote, right or wrong. Yes, that was me doing little air quotes with my fingers, even though y'all could not see them. <laughs> Sorry about that. But, yeah, that was just one of those things that just, it got under my skin with that and has been chewing at me for the last several days. It just bothered me. You're doing it wrong. 
unless you do it my way. Okay, are we a little too successful, maybe? You know what? I'm in it for fun. I'm not in it to be lectured like, you know, a student in Catholic Church. No offense to Catholics, seriously. It's just they have a a, a reputation for being rigid educators. Now, aside from all that, another gripe, pet peeve. Um, a recent conversation my husband had with uh, some people. Said peoples were inquiring, you know, your wife knits, yeah. Well, I like this particular item. You think they could do it cheaper than what I buy it at the store? And I was... You know, I've heard that more than once. And I imagine y'all may have too. That because it's handmade, it's not even worth... It's worth less than a box store rendition. How many of you actually get that and are so deeply offended by it? But you try to put on a pretty face and move forward? Well, my husband, he defended my art and my craft and explained that there was no way I was going, I would do it for less than what this person was paying that in all likelihood to get it custom made, it would cost twice what that store was selling it for because it'd be a better quality product. And that if they were looking for, you know, just another disposable item, go to the box store. And you know what? That's that's the problem is too many, too many people have the box store mentality when it comes to these handcrafted items. At least they do here stateside in America. I mean, it's just, it makes me doggone squirrely can you do it cheaper than such and such place um they buy it from dirt poor people pennies on the dollar for skill that um no gee whiz run into the same thing with alterations you know here i i have this my favorite pair of jeans the zipper busted out you think you could replace the zipper really um no i could how much do you want to invest well they're my favorite jeans can you know what's gonna cost me ten dollars and that's where my jaw drops and i just really want to reach out and just Lay my hands upon their throat and watch their face turn a light shade of blue before I let go and then ask them, Did you just seriously ask me that? You want me to spend a craft, a, a, a skilled, uh, work-intensive 
to replace a zipper on a pair of jeans that you can probably go pick up at a box store for 15 bucks? How does no sound? So, back to the yarn thing. That is my gripe. My two gripes for today. Tell me I'm doing it wrong just because you're more famous than I am. And can I do it cheaper than a box store? Um, no. <sighs> anyway, okay, that's my two gripes, I think, possibly, maybe. Anyway, so, patterns. Remember those cute little wine hats I was talking about? Well, I worked on another revision yesterday. And I was using some of that, the, the leftover unzebra yarn. Now, the hat itself turned out adorable using the unzebra yarn because the pattern, the way it repeated, turned out better. So, anyway, there will be an upcoming picture. But here lately, good golly. My camera is so full of unpublished pictures. I I am ashamed of myself that I have not gotten around to posting more. I've got two cowls to post pictures of. And I have got the my little secret wine project that I need to post pictures of. And then I've got my wine hats I need to post pictures of. So, yeah... And I'm working on PDFs and, you know, today it just feels nuts. Just bona fide nuts. So anyway, the wine hat. I will share this pattern with you. And then I will even make sense. I'll take a picture of my scrap paper so y'all can see it and laugh at it. So you can see how I design my pad when I write down what I'm doing so you can see my scribbled shorthand and adjustments and anyway and I'll even take picture pictures of the progression of the hats but hat number four turned out exactly how I wanted it to so one hat number four and I call it the black and white model I use size 6 DPNs and I cast on 24 with 8 stitches per needle. So I only needed 4 needles. Some people use 5. I only needed, I needed 3 to hold the stitches and the 1 to work them, you know. No, I have not come up with a 2 straights only version of this one yet. It's likely to happen because, well... That's me. I like having it both ways. Um, anyway, you cast on 24 stitches. Then I did a one by one rib for 13 rows. Yes, I like the number 13. That's the only reason I did that. Um, okay. The next row after the 13. 
Each needle got this treatment. Knit one, knit two together, then I knit two, then I knit two together, then I knit one. And that did that to the three needles. Then the next three rows were stockinette knit. Just three rows of knitting. No more ribbing here. Then, okay, the, after that first, uh, uh, do, 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 reduction in stitches, it left me with 18, which was six on each needle. Okay, with the 18, after those three rows, I did a knit one, two knit two together stitches, and then knit one. And do that to all three of the needles. Now that leaves me with four stitches on each of the needles for a total of 12. Now, I knitted these 12 for three rows. And then it was time to reduce again. And I did two knit two togethers. Now, this left me with a grand total of six stitches. Now, this is where I slipped three on one needle and three on the other. So, I got rid of one of the three needles. Now, using here's where I did 17 rows with the six. The six stitches. Seventeen rows. Now, I reduced that by two stitches. I did two, knit two togethers. And I come down, it left me with four stitches, which I slipped all onto one needle and started running an I cord. And I did this thirteen times. Now, at the end of the thirteen, I did two, knit two togethers, and did an eye, you know, and then pull her and did, you know, it's the eye cord scenario, and then I knitted those two together, and then I bound off, and this made the cutest little elf hat, long-tailed elf hat for your wine bottle, or your beer bottle, you know, any small bout small mouth uh, drink top so if you wanted to make a bunch of these for a celebration a party or whatever what you could slip these on top of a soda bottle but I call them wine caps because that's what I wanted it for because it just makes them so darn cute and I don't buy a lot of soda around here who needs all that you know dark sodas Around here, we call that engine cleaner. Okay, you just giggled. You think I'm kidding? No, seriously, go look it up. You can use dark sodas to clean the excess grease and grime off your motors and engines. No kidding. That's the reason we don't drink them around here. Um, but 
This is my wine hat. This is for my black and white model. Now, I took some of that funky green that uh, I made my daughter's scarf out of. Yes, that's another picture that's currently sitting on my camera. Um, I used some of that funky green and I made, I took and, you know, made a little pom-pom on my fingers and tied it off and attached it to the tail end of the black and white wine bottle hat. And that pump of green, it matches the black and white, the, the unzebra, uh, fingerless gloves yeah those pictures on there too right <laughs> whoops like i said getting the pictures just not getting them to the computer and running the folk through sorry mouth getting ahead of words and not exactly getting them pushed through photoshop so i can trim them down and and give them cute little borders and whatnot so, yeah, that green on that is adorable. My daughter looked at it and went, no, Mom, that's just not. And I was like, uh-huh. I, personally, I love the way that shade of green stands out against it. But that is the, the my little pattern this week is I finally got a working excellent version of a wine bottle cap that is cute as a button now you know what the other nice thing about this is all of you out there who have children or nieces or whatever that still plays with barbie dolls you know how tiny their heads are this wine bottle cap will fit a Barbie head. So, if you want to make some cute little uh, caps for winter gift giving, these will fit the little Barbie doll heads. Yeah, I still have a few, a couple of those floating around here. So, yeah, it works well for that. So, now you have a twofer. This wine cap works, it doubles also as a Barbie hat. It just, you know, a little flip it on there, be done with it. Now, where I put a pom-pom on the end, another cool little thing would be to put a little jingly bell on the end. That will also, you know, for winter fun work. So this here is the perfected, if you can call it that, the perfected wine cap. Now I just got to get a, what would be a good name for that people like names of patterns so now i figure out a name for it hmm not sure but we'll get there um oh also working on a which one do y'all okay i gotta ask which do y'all prefer a simple PDF, this is both, both versions I'm asking about are about PDF or just patterns in general. Do you prefer the simple pattern or do you prefer 
Okay, in the pattern, it just has one picture of the finished product. Maybe a little story as to why the product came into being. Do you like something like that? Or do you prefer something that it has the pattern, but it's more of a tutorial with extra pictures of the steps and stages kind of planted through there as you're working on stuff? Now, before you give me an answer, it also affects the price, obviously, because you're putting more time and effort into creating one than the other. So there is a price differential of, at minimal, you know, two, three, four bucks, or more depending on the size of the tutorial with pictures versus a finished product picture with a lot of words explaining how to make it. If you were to buy one or the other, and it both would be in digital format, which one would you prefer to go with? Because I'm trying to figure out which way would be the best to do some of my patterns that I can go and put on my Etsy shop, you know? Because, well, girls gotta learn, earn a living some days. So anyway, that's what I was trying to get out there, and blah, blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it has been one of those days. <laughs> right now, it's cloudy, the temperatures drop, we're waiting on rain. It is supposed to get very wet this afternoon. It does, however, look like glorious winter time i like that it means oh you should sit down somewhere with a nice cozy blanket your cup of tea which I, is sitting right here with me blanket knitting needles yarn charge go get started continue the other one anyway but if y'all feel like giving an opinion you know which way would y'all which way would you, if you were to buy something from anybody, you know, as far as your knitting or crocheting goes, which one would you be more apt to go with or give as a gift? Just curious. That's all. So, um, I'm at the end of my run. Hopefully next week I'll have a recipe for y'all. I'm trying it first this week. It's one I stumbled over. Not literally, but um, it's for an eclair cake. I'm trying it next week. The so far the family are like they're they're like you not you haven't done it yet. No, not yet. Um, all good things. My eldest son, my oldest, he turns twenty one Monday. It does not take him long to grow up. He's turned into a wonderful young man. So, one day, who knows? Um, my website, www.revly.me, R-E-V-L-E-A dot M-E. And, you know what? If you're sick, get well. 
you need to rest, you need more knitting, you need more crocheting. That's my orders. Lots of knitting, crocheting, resting. That's all, and some chicken soup. You'll get well. Um, if you are well, I'm telling you, grin at people. You will wig them out. I did that today. Even complimented this chicken Walmart. She walked by and I said, oh, Honey, I love your boots. And they were the craziest shade of neon pink. Well, not neon, but really bright bubblegum Barbie pink. They were awesome knee boots in this brilliant shade of pink. And she got the biggest case of the giggles and thanked me. Total stranger telling loved her boots. So, you know what? If you feel well, grin at folks. Smile at them. Throw out that random compliment. You will just wig them. And if you're hot, take off a little bit. Cool off, honeys. And if you're cold, bundle up. And with all that, thank you guys for listening. I am so tickled y'all listen to me. Sometimes around here, nobody wants to listen. Because I sound like everybody else. Except, well, on a few occasions. <laughs> oh, y'all take care. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all.